0: Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. I'm Kevin Millar. And thank you for joining me on the show this morning here. It is uh, 824 and uh, on a, a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. Hmm, temperatures looking to be mid-70s-ish. Hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, definitely time to grab a pole and, and get on out there and enjoy a little fishing this afternoon, that's for sure. Hey, uh, you know... Uh, it again uh, I have to apologize. Going to have I was going to have my guest on Ted Peck, and we were going to talk fishing, of course. And unfortunately, we uh, don't have lines <laughs> to make that happen right now. Um, so it's uh, a bit of a technical challenge this morning here. So uh, kind of digging back through, and, and one thing, and. and this is one of, again, one of my, uh, I, th- I think it's appropriate because we're talking, you know, it was talking a little earlier about, uh, high water and, um, you know, some of the fish moving into some of the shallower areas there, some of the shallower, weedier, brushier areas, uh, and, uh, you know, just a, a great technique to be able to use, uh, and, and you can use it from shore, you can use it from the boat, uh, it, uh, it works well either place there. And, uh, and that's just, uh, long polling for panfish. Um, that's just, it's, it's a great way to fish. It's just, it's, it really is precision fishing at its uh, finest, not to mention it's, uh, it's quiet and subtle. Um, uh, and like I said, uh, you know, you can, it, it doesn't matter if you're in the, in the boat, you're on shore, there's places that you can reach with, uh, with those lovely long poles, um. And it doesn't matter if you're young or old. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's pretty basic. I mean, and you know, although, I mean, you know, you, you, you can go as low tech or as high tech as you want. There's uh, there's no doubt about, I mean, you could use a 12 foot graphite rod, a telescoping pole, or, you know, something as simple as a cane pole, you know, doesn't really matter whatever you choose. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a way you can catch a lot of fish. It really is and you know it just sometimes simpler is better and you know if, if you you get the basics down right you know this is a uh definitely a, a way to go i mean it's it's not i want to say it's old school it isn't kind of a way uh i mean you're not you know you don't need a, a fancy rod or any or a fancy reel i should say or anything like that i mean it's you can you can if you want but don't necessarily need to, but um, again, regardless, bottom line is you can, you can catch a lot of fish here. Talked about, you know, this is a a precision sort of uh, type of fishing. Um, And it kind of has to be to a certain extent because, you know, you're working in areas that aren't easily accessible, if at all, really, to, uh, to casting or trolling, you know, those kinds of, uh, those kinds of techniques. I mean, this is for areas where there's, you know, a lot of downed trees and branches, you know, rocks, stumps, or, you know, debris in the water of some kind or another, you know, weeds, a lot of weeds. Um, it's good for, for weedy areas as well, uh, you know, where you can just drop a jig down into a hole. I mean, really, um, once you've figured out the depth of the fish, you know, you can spool off as much or as little line as you, uh, you need to hang from the end of the pole. Uh, and now while you would think that you know since you're only going after panfish crappies bluegills and the like you know you wouldn't necessarily need heavy line and and you know you you, you know it's not like you need 50 pound test or anything like that um you know maybe six uh eight something like that in there um you know just something to help kind of you know for a little abrasion a uh, little uh you know, just a little extra heft. If you get tied up in the, the weeds, things along those lines, a little easier to maybe horse some of those fish out. Um, you know, you can always move up to, to heavier line if you really get into something heavy duty there, but you probably, you know, six, eight, I think is probably, probably pretty good. Um, again, like I said, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're looking for, uh, abrasion resistance, if you will. Um, uh, doesn't make sense on the surface if you're working a light, you know, thirty-second to eighth ounce jig, but you know the heavier, tougher line can be kind of the difference between you know getting the fish in or having it break off. Um, you know the other thing too with the heavier line, easier to straighten out the hook if uh, if you do get snagged, which can happen in a, in a lot of times in that heavier cover. Now, as far as the the, the bait is concerned, um, you know minnows probably pretty darn good. Uh, just make sure you keep them, you know, well aerated and, and cool in this, uh, warmer weather. Artificials work great too. Uh, you know, always like my, uh, Berkeley honey power worms. I always, you know, but, but yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, chunk of night crawler, you know, all that good stuff, um, will, uh, will definitely be a, uh, an attractant anyway, you know, the other thing, too, I like about the artificials is, is that a lot of times you can get, you know, usually several fish on one or so before you necessarily have to replace it. And it does save, you know, it saves times, especially, you know, too, if the uh, fishing's hot and heavy there. It's a little cheaper, too, because, uh, you know, you get more for your money. So but add a bobber and a split shot, and then, hey, geez, you know, you're ready to go. I mean, it, it is not, you know, you're not you know, doing a lot of fancy swivels or rigs or anything like that. You know, it's just uh, straightforward fishing. As I've said before, too, you know, there's uh, a couple of different styles of pole as well that you can choose from. You know, this is graphite or the telescoping uh, or the cane pole. Uh, Probably the most versatile is the the graphite one. Um, You know, you can usually find these multi-part rods and lengths, yeah anywhere from i i suppose nine to sixteen feet long um and they are just kind of like their shorter cousins, you know with a real seat line guides and so on um really all the reel is you know in this case if if you've got a reel on there um you know all that's for is to to control the amount of line you run out it's not for casting or fighting the fish, so you know you don't need you know a $200 Shimano reel or anything like that for, uh, you know, for this, it's, uh, pretty down and dirty there. Uh, if, if you get a reel at all, I mean, you can buy these little crappie reels that are what, 10, 12 bucks, something like that. I think that's what I paid for the one I've got. I mean, it's just, it's basically, a, it's, it's a line holder. That's all it is. Um, most anglers do kind of prefer rods that are on the shorter end, you know, the nine to 12 feet that, you know, and, and that usually covers just about every situation. Although, you know, there are times when longer rods are, uh, are great for fishing areas of, of clear water where stealth might be kind of critical to, uh, to not spooking the fish. And lastly, since we're talking about the, the high end of technology here, um, these of course, you know, the graphite ones are of course the most expensive rods for, uh, this particular style of fishing fortunately uh for uh, the more frugal minded such as myself uh there are uh alternatives <laughs> the one i use is a uh, a telescoping rod uh and and i got i picked one up at cabela's uh i don't know dozen 15 odd years ago and and it uh it lasted for a long time before uh, before it finally gave up the ghost and caught a lot of fish on it. So now I've got another one here. Uh, it's uh, I think yeah, it's a wonder pole, um, and that's uh, and I've seen some of them too that are, are you know twenty feet long, which is that gets a little unwieldy and, and tiring after a while to, to hang on to something like that. But you know a, a, even you know a, a ten or a twelve footer or something like that and that's not, yeah, that's, that's, that's manageable. You can work with that for a, uh, for a while. Just, you know, pop the cap off the, uh, the end of the end of the tube there and flick the wrist and boom, instant 10 foot pole, just like that. <laughs> you know, and only, uh, you know, it's got a little line guide at the, the bottom end there that, you know, just a couple of little hooks, so to speak, that, uh, you wrap the line around. So, you know, you undo that, run it through, uh, the, well, the one I've got anyway, is just got the, the one eye at the, uh, the tip of the rod there and, you know, run it through that and away you go, you know, well, uh, hook the rest of it up, mind you, the hook and all the rest, you know, the, the, the split shot and whatnot. Probably should put something uh, you know, on the hook as well, but you, you get the idea. Anyhow. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, and it really doesn't take any time to set up and get fishing, um, you know, like I said, no real attachment. So, and, and I've never had a problem hoisting the fish into my hands either. Once, uh, once they're caught, you know, you get kind of used to it. It's, it's, you know, it's not terribly complicated. And, you know, despite the fact that it is an all metal pole, you know, I mean, it's whatever it is, I it's not aluminum, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's all metal there's no graphite or any of that stuff in there. Um, it is still pretty sensitive at the, uh, to, to feel the bite on the other end. It, it's, you know, um, that end gets tapered pretty fine. And, and, you know, at, at 12 feet, you can really, f- you can feel that fish pulling on the line when they, uh, when they chomp down on that worm or minnow or what have you there. It's, uh, um, Pretty nice to, uh, you can definitely feel it in some ways, you know, it just, it's, it, it is, uh, it's very nice. Yeah. Sensitivity has never, never been an issue with, uh, with that kind of a rod. So, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, uh, you just kind of, when you're done, you just kind of fold it back up, so to speak, uh, it stores inside itself and drop it in the back seat of the car. And, you know, you don't have to worry about snagging or doing stupid stuff like, you know, rolling the window up on top of the, you know, with the tip in there, yeah. And, but pretty easy to, pretty easy to to keep track of. You don't need to, don't need a ton of space. That's for sure. Excuse me. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the the last kind of poll that I wanted to talk about this morning here too was uh, pretty much the what we had maybe what. 40, 50 years ago, something like that. Hey, it's still popular, you know, uh, and that's a cane pole. You know, uh, I, to be honest with you, I, you know, I, you can, you can still find them in the stores and they're pretty cheap. And I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way. You know, I mean, they're probably a 10th of what a decent graphite or composite kind of a rod would go for, you know. Not that those, you know, telescoping rods are, are, you know, they aren't that bad price wise either, but these are, you know, on the low end of the, uh, the scale there in terms of, uh, in, in terms of rods and, you know, I think check out just about any tackle store. They've probably got one in there, something in there. Most of the ones I've seen are, are and I have not used one, uh, I, I, I never had to run, I, I guess maybe the last time I used something like that was when I was a kid, maybe, uh, too many, too many years ago. But yeah, the, the ones you see in the store nowadays are, uh, are two piecers. Um, and what you lose in the way of line control, you gain an ease of use. I mean, really all you have to do is kind of tie on the line, um, and add the rest of it, that, that hook, bobber and split shot. Uh, and, and, uh, and away you go. And then, you know, you get some bait, and boom, you're fishing. And, you know, the, there are some advantages, you know, in terms of price. You got to do keep a few things in mind, though, because, you know, while cane poles are easy to use, um, you know, uh, you got to do a few things to make sure that they they function right. Once to tie the line on twice, not just to to the end of the pole. Um, so, you know, you know give a little bit more, I don't know, security, I guess, for that line, so to speak. Uh, but uh, the other thing too, while cane poles are strong and durable, you know, as they age, um, they can snap at the tip when you get a whopper on. You know, if you've got the line attached to the end of the pole, it's, you know, fish gone. But, uh, you know, tying it, to kind of just that, tying it on there a little bit beefier so to speak um it's just a a little more it, it, you're not going to snap the tip off quite as easily i should say um and again like i said it's a it's a it's a easy way to fish um cane poles and what they represent do kind of represent a simpler time in life when a lot of fishing was just simply you know hunting for a meal you know but also a time to relax and, you know, nap under the shade tree in the middle of the afternoon. And, you know, isn't that kind of what fishing should be a lot of the time, you know, even if you're in the boat, just kind of nod off a little bit and just, you know, have some, uh, have some fun, relax. It's, that's just kind of the whole thing. You just kind of want to relax and, and enjoy yourself, you know, no, no pressure. That's kind of, you know, it's kind of what I think of when I think of cane poles, just, you know, the huck finn tom sawyer kind of thing maybe not quite that old school but you get the idea um but yeah you know that's uh, just a a fun way to, to to look at it and and again too i mean it, it just you know you've got that those those rods and you can just pick and choose those those little places where you know the fish are going to be you know you can work a stump and just kind of you know bump that 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 jig or whatever you've got on there just kind of bump it on down and, and find those fish kind of hovering again in that, especially in the, the brush and, and things like that. It's great for just finding those little places to work it down in those areas there where, you know, you're not going to be able to cast in there. You're not going to be able to, uh, you know, it, it, this isn't necessarily, it, this really isn't for like bass or walleye or anything like that. It, it's just, but this is, this is more for like, you know, panfish. When they're going to be hugging that, hugging that, that timber or, you know, maybe hanging out in, in some of those little weed, uh, little holes in the, in the weeds and things like that. Um, those are, yeah, it's just, it's just such a great way to just dip in there and, and, and find those fish. I mean, it, it really is a, uh, it's a simple technique, but one again, that is, uh, very, very productive and, again, you don't need an awful lot to make it happen. And it's just, uh, like I said, it's just, it's, it's a fun way. I always enjoy getting out there and doing that. Uh, if I get the opportunity and, you know, usually a few times every summer, I'll break that out and go find some of those places, especially this time of year, when you know the, the, the fish are going to be, you know, hugging that timber and, you know, they're in there looking for the, the little, you know, the bugs and the little minnows and things like that. Cause they'll be pulled into those places and like I said casting in there just is not gonna make it happen for you there um so give that a try give that uh, something to think about anyway it is is I'm gonna take a short break and be back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM 580 a.m WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma.